0: Thank mm-hmm. you. everybody had a great week it's 11:11 11, 11 right now that's amazing let's make a wish real quick and i think i make the w- same wish every time and, and in high school I, I would make the same wish every time and it didn't come true so maybe i should mix up the wishes or or, or wish for something that i w- don't want to happen a little reverse psychology with the universe and that's something you know that that's something it's kind of just a precautionary measure for myself. You know, Eleven Eleven, you throw out a wish and, you know, it can't help or it can't hurt. And, um, you know, honestly, based off of what I just said, the fact that none of them come true, maybe it, maybe it can't help either. But anyways, uh, same wish, reverse psychiatry with the universe. And um, that's kind of how we roll. We roll with the little reverse psych. Um, and that's good. And that's good. Sometimes you got to reverse psych. Um, yeah, hope everybody's week was good. I hope you enjoyed 62. We don't have a food review this week, except I did go to Taco Bell and I got the cheesy gordita crunch for the first time. And, um, it was so good. I mean, I don't eat things nowadays. Okay. To where I'm like, oh my God. God, that was so unbelievably good, okay, and because, you know, I'm eating chicken and rice, I'm eating oatmeal, I'm eating eggs, and yeah, it's good, I'll eat it, it's good because, you know, get the calories in, get the protein in, get the carbs, get the macros up and running, rolling through the veins, and, you know, of course, yeah, I have my desserts, I have my pleasure, my ice cream, but even when, you know, like, I'll have ice cream, I had a blizzard the other day, and, like, it's good, but I'm not like, this is unbelievable. So I went to Taco Bell uh, Sunday, and I was working, and the power went out. And it was a will they, won't they let us leave. And um, and they let us leave. And one of my coworkers was like, I'm going to Taco Bell. And I'm like, that's a great idea. I'm going to Taco Bell to celebrate this. I'm going to drop $16 on four things at Taco Bell. I I don't care. I don't care anymore. Okay? Uh, a, a, In that moment, I didn't care. Because I was just so psyched. So, I go to one Taco Bell, and their system is down. They're like, it's going to be 15 minutes. I was like, nah. So, I went to another Taco Bell further from home in the opposite direction of my house. But I was so set on getting Taco Bell that I got it. I go in there. Say, what's going on, my sweet baby? She's like, how's it going, sweetheart? And I said, could I get two cheesy burritos from the dollar menu, whatever, a steak quesadilla and a cheesy dough crunch with a large Diet Coke. And you might be sitting there being like, holy shit, Henry, that's a lot. That's really unhealthy. And, yeah, but I didn't eat much earlier that day. And also, I'm 20, and the power went out. So let's let me live a little bit. Okay, let me breathe. I take a bite, I started with the Cheesy Gordita Crunch, and, well, I was taken back at how unbelievably good it was, I gave it a couple, oh my gosh, I was sitting in my car waiting to turn right, and I, and I, was, I was frozen, I, it was so good. And then, you know, you move on to the cheese, the bean burritos, one bean burrito, and then you rip the quesadilla, and the quesadilla, the steak quesadilla, I mean, come on, that chipotle mayo, that'll fire, fire you right up. And then I finish it off with the last bean burrito, which it, it, it's unbelievably good, but I'm already stuffed, but, you know, it's like, you gotta put it down, you put down 16 bucks on this, you're not gonna take it home, if you take it home, nobody's gonna eat it, whatever. Uh, and... It was one of the greatest meals I, I've ever had. And um I've eaten at a Michelin star restaurant and that was fine. I'm just joking, I haven't done that. But it was unbelievable and it made me it made me really happy. Um I went to the gym the other day and one of the workers came in with Taco Bell and it was like after my after I worked out I hit the sauna and like showered and I was like pretty Exhausted, and I smelled the Taco Bell, and I almost threw right up. It was really, it was really gross. But hey, to each their own, and like, I can't rip on this guy for eating Taco Bell. I just ate it. But in the gym, and, it, and he had it like in his bag, he had it in his gym bag, and then pulled it out. And now all his gym stuff definitely smells like Taco Bell. But sometimes people like that. That's why they come out with those weird ass colognes like or like chapsticks like cheeto flavored chapsticks so gross but that's the way she goes i guess it was really gross oh, i i like the gym I like gym i go decent I, I i used to like to talk to people way more now i i really don't like talking to people um unless they seem nice but there's this older man in in the in the gym, we're gonna call him Jim. Jim at the gym, and I go up to gym and I, I'm I was I was talk one of my somebody I play hockey with uh, on like a Thursday night pickup league, like a like a guy in his late twenties, whatever, doesn't matter. I'm like his name's Sam. Sam's like see you, man. Have if I don't see you, like enjoy school. I'm like, thanks. Dude, I I appreciate it. Nice to see you. And then Jim is to my left, and he goes, oh, what school do you go to? And I'm all for it. You know, I've seen Jim around. He's winked at me one time uh, because he made a joke, and I thought it was funny. We were in the locker room, and I smiled at him, and he, and he winked. It was, a fun, it was a funny joke. Good for Jim. I think it was Jim. Could have just been another wrinkly one. And, um... So I've seen him around, and you know, this older guy, he's going to, he's ripping up the gym. You got to, I respect it. So I'm all for him. Like, yeah, I go to Marquette university in, in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. He's like, Oh, nice. This and that. And then he starts talking about his son. He's like, my son is going to school down in Jacksonville, Florida. Cool. Good conversation. You find a connection. You keep rolling. And then he just keeps rolling about his good old son. About how many credits he's taken and how many years he did and this and that and then Jim starts talking about his house that he's building down in Florida and how their campus, you know, they, they got a beach right there, which is which is sick, and all all this stuff, and how he's gonna be a nurse and and that's cool. Jim, that's cool. But I just need you to reel it back a little bit. And I'm not saying you don't have to have pride for your son. Here's my thing, though. Here's my thing. Having pride for your own blood, direct blood, like your son, and essentially bragging about them is bragging about yourself, really in my eyes, in that this is what I think, okay? I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But by saying how great your son is, you're expressing how great you are. Now, you don't need to brag about your son. You don't need to brag about anything. And that's something that I've always believed I hate people that brag. If somebody comes up to me and brags, that's that's the most insecure person I've ever met in my life. One of the, okay? And when you I think when you do it about somebody else, here's 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 what I believe is going through Ron's oh fuck. <clears throat> going through Jim's head. <clears throat> it's going through Jim's head. <clears throat> He's thinking, well, I'm not, I'm not bragging about myself. This is about my son. I'm proud of my son. Let me tell you how proud of my son I am. And yeah, Jim, for sure, dude. But you don't need to tell me. Here's the thing that people that people don't understand is. You don't need to tell me. I don't need to hear it. And yeah, I'm, I, Jim, man, I'm proud of your son. You want me to be proud of your son, Jim? I'm. I'm proud of your son, okay, but I don't need to be, you know, I'm already proud of your son for going to Jacksonville, you tell me, oh, you say, what school do you go to? I go, I go to Marquette University in Milwaukee, because you always got to say Milwaukee, because other than they're like, oh, it's real cold up there, and it's like, yeah, it's cold because it's Milwaukee, but, and then like, oh, not in Northern Michigan, I'm like, no, no, and it's fine. And I do the dance, and I dance around it at all times, but it gets frustrating, and um, so that's why I say in Milwaukee. And then, he, and then you go here. Here's Jim. Here's Jim. Jim. Here's what you do. You go, hey, oh cool, my son, uh, he's starting in Jackson, Jacksonville, uh, uh, University next year. And I, here's what I'll do. That's really cool. And then, that's it. Or maybe I'll go, I mean, I'm sure they have a great campus down there. And then you go, yeah, they actually have like a beach right right there, all that, all that good stuff. And then we go from there. And then I ask, what's he studying? And then you say nursing. That's how a good conversations goes. Jim, you don't need to tell me what he's doing right off the bat. We'll get to it. Just take a breath. I'm proud of your son. I'm proud of your son if he's just living, man. And you should be too. Okay, because honestly, when you brag about him, here's two things. Two things. One, two ways it could be going. One, okay, Jim. One, you are proud of him, but you're just you just need everybody to know. There's three ways it could go. There's three ways it could go. One, you're you're genuinely proud of him, but you're just bragging about him. Two. You're not really proud of him. So you need to tell other people about how proud of him you are to convince yourself that you're proud of him. And three, you're not proud of yourself. So you need to use your son as this catalyst to express the pride that you've done something right in your miserable little life. And those are just three options. You might not. I don't think you have a miserable little life, Jim. I don't. You're a great guy and you're working at the gym, Jim. you're working out at the gym gym and um I'm just not I just don't like to brag. I don't and and that's something that i'm I i do not that I've never liked something I've lost a little bit for sure for sure lost, you know. But you find a balance and we're looking for the balance. I just I hate that was like that one guy I was telling you the story about earlier. A couple episodes ago uh couple episodes ago, the guy who stopped me and the restaurant and he asked if I saw him with his two dates as one of my favorite comedians would say, secure. He wouldn't say it that he would say that. Sis care, yeah. He would say care, so insecure. I don't need to know that. I think m- my favorite thing, and I've said it before, is when you meet somebody. You say, "Hey, how's it going? I'm I'm Derek. Let's build Derek. Derek is a sophomore at um. He goes to he goes to he goes to Michigan State University." And Derek plays on the football team at Michigan State University, and he was all state. He actually played at IMG Academy, and he was really good at IMG Academy. Now he plays at Michigan State, and he's being introduced to this girl. And this girl's really pretty. Um, her name is, uh, what is the guy's name? Dana, 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 Dana. Her name's Dana. So Dana and Derek. And here's what I think. Really cool. And Derek's a really smart guy. He's actually studying pre-med at Michigan State. Okay? And, you know, that takes a lot, obviously. And he's doing football full-time. And he starts. But Dana Dana, Dana doesn't... She knows football. Like, she likes to go to the tailgates. And she likes to, you know, have fun. But she doesn't really know who Derek is. So, they go out one night. And Derek meets Dana okay, one of uh, Derek's friends, uh, Daniel, introduces Dan- Derek to Dana, okay, are you following, and Derek casually says, hey, how's it going, I'm Derek, and she's like, I'm Dana, and they're like, nice to meet you, and then they get to talking a little bit, they get to talking a little bit, she, get Dana gets, like, where he's from, and he's actually from Dallas, Texas, and, like, uh, you know, they have a fun conversation about Dallas, and how, like, guns and and rodeos and all that fun stuff and dana dana's from bloomfield hills michigan which you know makes sense and they talk about what it's like in bloomfield michigan there's not too many guns and there's also not a there's probably zero rodeos ever um and they get to talking and you know obviously dana gets the oh he's pre-med okay already like really cool and um and then derek's like dana it was really nice to meet you i gotta go I gotta go take care of one of my buddies. He's a little too drunk. Boom, awesome, great, like, boom, like, cool guy. And she's like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I'll, I'll, I'll get you. Need help?" And he's like, "No, no, no, don't, don't worry about it, Derek. Great guy." And um, and then he leaves, and uh, Daniel comes back, and Dana's like, "How did you you talk to Derek for a while?" And Dana's like, "Yeah, he's he's a really nice guy." And Um, Daniel's like, yeah, he is. And Dana's like, like what? And she's like, and Daniel's like, you don't know who that is. And Dana's like, no, I I never knew who that is. And she, and he goes, that is Derek Baumgardner. And he's our opening D-Lineman on our D1 football team here at Michigan State University. Go green, go white. And Dana says, I had no idea. I knew he was big and muscular and it made me feel some type of way, but I didn't know he was on the football team. And then and then Daniel, your boy, starts hyping him up. He's like, yeah, he went to IMG Academy. He was really good. And back in Texas, he, he, he killed the biggest... Well, he saved like 15 lives one time, all this stuff. And then... But Derek didn't have to say that. He didn't have to say that. Now it's just way cooler that he walked away. Yeah, he told her it was pre-med, but he's like, here's what Derek said when he said pre-med. Oh, yeah, I'm pre-med, but, you know, we'll see. And then she's like, oh, that's probably really hard. Like, I'm I'm business. And he's like, oh, that's really cool. And then he just hypes it up. He hypes up business. And he doesn't talk about how hard pre-med is. And then he let somebody else do the work. He let somebody else come in and be like, yeah, that's a really cool guy. And then he walks away. That's the best thing that I think could ever happen to somebody. Not, not true actually. I take that back. But, and I'm not saying when talking to girls, I'm saying talking to anybody. You want to create an impression, waltz away, and then somebody be like, oh, that was a cool guy. And then They'll be like, yeah, like he does this and this. And I'm not saying this has to happen, but I'm saying if it were to come out about your successes, you you need somebody else other than your mother or father to tell you about those successes. And then you just stay humble. And if you want more of this advice, you can go back and listen to the episode that is titled Be Humble because I think I've talked about this. So Dana and Derek get married, okay? And, you know, they have D1 babies because guess what? Dana plays D1 lacrosse, and nobody knew this whole time because she also didn't say it because she's humble. So just... Humble it down, I guess. I don't fucking know, man. But then there's this balance. There's this balance between confidence and being humble. You know, and you want to be proud of yourself. You want to be proud of what you achieved. And I I don't think, I don't think, I don't know. I think, you know, it all goes back to the gym. You know, I got, I'm sitting there. I'm sitting at the gym here. And I see these guys up at the mirror and they're like flexing up in that mirror And I'm like, ah, man, I don't know. Why are you flexing in the mirror? That that, that buzzes me right off, you know? And then, like, you go to their Instagram, it's all pictures of their body, and it's like, you're not very humble. You're not very humble about it. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But then it's like you worked really hard for this, like you want to show it off, but also, like, You know, I wanna. You gotta let the subtleness. I think the subtleness makes it even better. But hey, what the fuck do I know? Okay. We got some really bad news here on the back home podcast. Like unbelievably bad news. Something that it 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 kind of. It messed me up. One thing I love. I like grad parties. Grad parties are fun because, you know, free food and then, like, if you know the people you see, see people you like. And in some grad parties, they'll have these little coolers and they're filled with ice cream. These coolers are filled with ice cream. Or you go to the gas station and... You go to the gas station and... they have the cooler with ice cream. And you go in to the cooler and you look at all the options. You look at all the options. I promise you, you'll look (laughs) at all the options. But there's only one. There's only one that always caught my eye. It was always true to me. No, it wasn't the strawberry shortcake. And no, it wasn't the brown strawberry shortcake. It was the Choco Taco. <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen, listeners of the Back Home Podcast, Klondike has decided to discontinue the Choco Taco. This is something that genuinely upsets me something that does not make me happy and never would joy <laughs> this little joy of my life has been stripped away from me and I don't have a say in it I don't have a say in it and in my opinion that's fucked up that is fucked up the Choco Taco is discontinued by Klondike. And, and I'm being genuine right now. Tears just fall out of my eyes. Okay, I'm being genuine right now. I'm upset. Why would you do that? Let's first take a look at the Chaco Taco. The Chaco Taco is a taco. And the shell is a waffle cone folded into the shape of a taco. Okay, the filling, the meat if you will, is ice cream. There's peanut, there's there's drizzle, there's hot fu- There's hot fudge in it. Hot fudge drizzle and then it's dipped on the top in a hard chocolate shell and then dipped in nuts. It is one of the greatest things ever was now. Okay? And I that was my go-to at all times. that was my go-to. the Chaco taco you ask anybody. that was my thing, the Chaco taco. It is so fucking good and you know why? Because the the shell of the taco isn't hard, it's kind of soft and it just goes so well together and it's gone. And I don't, I'm genuinely, I don't understand that. Why take away something that's doing so well? Something it wasn't bothering anybody. It wasn't doing anything. It wasn't hurting anybody. It probably was, you're probably losing so much money. Klondike, you fucking dumbasses. It's sad. It's something that is going to take me a couple of days to kind of get through. To understand. To wrap, to wrap my head around. Why do good people do bad things? That's just going to be running through my head. Why does God forsaken me? It's discontinued and I need to find one. And if you have one, keep it for me. And in your freezer... <laughs> keep it and I'll take a nibble out of it for the rest of my life and one nibble every day Then I'm on my deathbed I have my last nib my last nib and I just I'll suck on that nib until I see the light and then I enter hopefully a heaven filled with Choco Tacos but this life without Choco Taco is hell It is what it is, I guess. <laughs> I've been watching a little bit of Love on Spectrum. I watched it before, and I stopped, and then I watched it again. I watched it last night, and I was r- reminded why I I stopped. Because it's it's hard to watch sometimes. But when it's not hard to watch, it's glorious. It is the cutest shit you'll ever see in your entire life. However, there's this one guy. He's all over the place, man. He is quick to think. And and as somebody that's, you know, I, I like to think I'm quick to think. Not, not quick and witty. I'm just thinking a decent amount of my days. And uh, this guy's mind is is going trillions of miles a second. I mean, it's it's unbelievable how quick this guy talks and how much is going on in his brain. And there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it, of course. But he's just fired up. And then you put him in a situation where he's nervous and he's got to go on this date He's going to be more nervous and more thoughts are going to be rolling through his brain. But um, they need somebody to help him out. And not somebody that's certified in autism or somebody that knows what's going on. They just need, and here's what I think they need, a big black man who sings R&B. And they just need him to come in and just tell him, you need to relax, man. You need to take a breath and just let you be you. And just let him talk to these people, especially this guy. And if you watch the show, it's the guy with long blonde hair. He got it dyed. And he told the girl that he got it dyed. And he asked if she liked it. And she scrambled. And I don't think she liked it. I genuinely don't think she liked his hair, which is fucked. He's just trying to find love. You don't like his hair? Give the man some love. Yeah, it's blonde as shit, man. I don't I'm not the biggest fan of his hair either, but come on. You don't need to actually like it, just lie, fucking lie to him. But they need this guy, this person. It, he could be white, but I prefer. I just if he was black, it's just a white guy just can't do it. He can't calm them down this man down as I as I think. A big black R&B singer could. You need to relax, man. Just let your body feel the emotions and just move with the groove. You need to relax. And 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 then he would say, and then the bitches will come. And then, yeah, you get the riffing between the person with autism and the and the big black man who sings R&B, but I already did my rendition of the big black man who sings R&B, and I, I don't. I feel like I shouldn't do the person with autism. So they just need to bring maybe CeeLo Green in. I don't know how much R-Lo, R&B CeeLo Green sings, and I think he honestly murdered somebody. He got in some trouble. They need to bring somebody in. To just tell the truth, to just tell the truth, and to just relax, these people that that they can't, they can't really relax, and that's just my thought. And when I find, when I see them find love. When I see them get excited, except one of them is so weird and she called the guy her sweet divine boy and she was she was she was at the table. She was at the restaurant. She was at the table and whether or not something was going on I, I don't know, but it just she was just so enthralled. My oh, my sweet divine boy. And um, and yeah, it was a it was it was a lot. But you it, 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 I'm excited for them. It's it's cute to see. And then I was watching this speed dating one last night, and this guy rolls up, and the other two guys were just they were just misses, man. They were just misses, cause you you know it's a miss, you know they're a miss. When uh, one of them I think had autism. I don't know if the other guy did. I. I I don't think he did you know they're a miss when he goes uh I don't know what to talk about dude anything literally talk about anything you you, there's one thing you should never say and it's that okay that's a miss and she knew it too she goes Sebastian's a no Derek's a no Troy's a no David yes and David, and I knew it the second David rolled right up. I go, that's a good looking guy. He's big. He's buff. He works at some real estate agency, fucking making stacks on stacks. And he could hold a goddamn conversation. And then they, the fucking lady that runs a speed dating goes, there's a fucking bell, move on. And he goes, oh, dang it. And right there, I knew he had it. And I was proud of David. I was really proud of David. I don't even think that's his name. But he he was a good looking dude. And if I had autism and was gay, one step process, then I'd make it happen. But I'm not one of those things. Use your brain. But it's, be- it's a beautiful show. You guys got to watch it. It's cringy as shit. It's so hard to watch. But it's the best. <sighs> so. Try not to mourn the Choco Taco too much. Try to get one last one in you. And. Because uh, you know what we do. On this show. You know what we do. And we sell the merch that says it. We roll with the punches. Okay. Got a couple shout outs. Uh, my boy Mac Ryan. Uh, my girl Ellie Cider. Uh, uh, Carter, Carter. I don't know how to say your last name. Pinota, Pinota, Pinota. It was actually your birthday the other day. Happy birthday, Carter. Uh, Carter, Piana, Pianto, Pinto. Let's just take it. No, it's none of that. It's hate piss. He ate piss. Carter, he ate piss. He ate pass. Whatever, man. Whatever the fuck your last name is um and my boy Mike D Francisco they all got some merch, so I really appreciate that uh merch is rolling out and guys just punches are thrown every day and what we do is well what we do is we roll with the punches and thanks for listening. I love you guys all so much. This has been episode 63 of Back Home with Harry Mansky.